0: Welcome everybody to the Storm new podcast, episode 106. I'm your host, Khalif Adams, and I'm joined this week and every week with my man, my mellow, the smooth kind of fellow, the man who would be the best sideline coach for your New York
1: Knicks, that man, that dude. Cicero Holmes, how are you, sir? Look up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Oh, it spawned on me, ain't a damn thing changed. Agent Jackson, Stubby Stan, and the captain. We make everything happen. Bracargo is the place that's so unstoppable. Like KG said, anything is possible. Mm. Oh my god. Mm. That was
0: actually a hot That was 60.
2: better than everything you've done combined.
0: In the whole <laughs> 106 shows.
1: I don't mean the
2: impressions, like everything you've done in right. life.
1: Right. Yeah. That was better, yeah. I I I cannot say anything to deny such a claim.
0: I appreciate the fact you didn't that was that wasn't a written. Nah,
2: I yeah, this matter. is off the dome, son. I think KG Damn, I think he would co sign it too. I think he would yeah. co
0: sign that I mean I mean you you're at least two two rappers better than Dana Barrows.
2: So <laughs> <that's never. laughs> and, uh, yeah, yes yeah, I'm saying. His, I thought I might have heard you on a bonus track on uh, B-Ball's Best Kept Secret. (laughs) Cicero Holmes.
1: I'm definitely better than NFL Cats.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you are way better than Rodney Hampton. This is true. Oh, my God. Um, (laughs) Over to our left. We have Sharif Jackson of SharifJackson.com. How are you, sir?
2: I'm good, man. I'm just really inspired by them bars, man. Like, right. like, like oh, I'm hey, feeling man. like I could take over the world right now. No, like, exactly.
1: feel yeah. pretty good. But, we, we're riding down the elevator, going uh, drinking yeah. that juice, going to fight yeah. uh, David Lopan. I yeah. feel pretty good.
2: man. You know, I, that's I, a
1: big trouble in Little China reference for wow. those of you who don't know. who. Of, uh, good old Jack Burton would say.
2: Man, I, I yeah, I I feel like we're like Recording like the sequel to Eight Mile or something, and like you're like the <laughs> up and coming
1: who's got the fucked up dreads.
2: <laughs> I'm not Makai Pfeiffer That is Ka. Ka definitely has Macai Fifer. I would take. <laughs> I would. I would,
1: he would take. take it. He would take. the fucked up Makai Pfeiffer dreads. I would take oh, those dreads. That's man. what I'm saying. You I'll, are shameless. That's son. what I'm saying.
2: I'll. I'll be the random member of like D12. In, 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 no. you know what I'm saying.
0: Can so we so. talk about? Can we talk about quickly how just how dreads have got better in the past in the, in the decade that's happened since eight mile yeah. we had the terrible makai pfeiffer dreads and now we have actual dreads that look decent on michonne in uh, the walking dead yeah. so like yeah black black hair is getting better in some ways yeah. there you go there someone's you go. paying attention
1: right oh my god yeah yeah so how was how
0: was your week see uh
1: the week was the week was great um you know i uh i went to some hip-hop writing classes and, and learned, uh, some hip hop improv, hip hop improv, nice. Um, and, uh, yeah. And, and, uh, now everything is great. Um, seriously, what was great was the fact that if you are checking out my work on operation sports, you would have seen two articles up by yours truly. Um, my very first review of a of a, uh, PC game. And, um, and another really good think piece that I put up.
0: Yeah, you've been, um, dude, you've been doing a great job on Operation Sports. Thank you. You've been, yeah, do, you've been doing a phenomenal job over there. So thank you. Keep, keep, keep doing the dopeness. Thank you. I, ta- I taught you well.
1: Yeah, hey, man. You yeah. know, I learned it by watching you.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. You're my, pa- my Spawn Point
1: blog, Padawan, and then you left me. Yeah, hey, hey. You know, well, look, you closed down the doors, but, I mean, all this, all this power, was, it was still inside me. I had to give it back to the world.
0: It was like the skate. It was like skate key in the Bronx. We had right. To shut it down. Word it up, son. <laughs> Word we, had, we, had up. Yeah. <laughs> we had to shut it down. Yeah, shut it down. I needed
1: a new place to drink forties in front of. Oh my god! I had a con-
0: <laughs> I had a conversation about a week and a half ago about forties, and somebody was like, "Yeah, I didn't have the one with the with the with the the old the old, old what the, the, the old, old the old." <laughs> and I was like, "Old E, old English," and he was like, <laughs> "Yeah, yes. old English." That's, yeah, I sit in my stupid was so hood. Oh
1: my god! Like <sighs> old English. Wait, it probably it was, was not
2: then. Are there forties in Bracago though? I I, I feel like I would hope not. I would hope not. If someone 40s is smuggling forties
1: into Bracago, <laughs> stop it yeah. right now.
2: No 40s Since I see in you.
1: Right.
0: I see you over there by the corner of 34th and 16th Street. That's right? what I'm saying. <laughs> with that with that Saint Ives bottle. I don't care how many Saint Ives
2: rap <laughs> rap commercials that you've heard. Do not bring yes. Saint Ives into Bracado. No, e- even yeah. if it's that really dope Ice Cube one that I used to listen to all the time. I don't right. care.
0: I can't front though. I can't front though. When they had their they had their like juice, they had their Saint Ives juice thing that they did uh, for a little bit. Don't that tell was me you would drink that. It was good. Oh. They had a pineapple one. They had like a pineapple one, and then they had like a fruit punch one. Oh. It was good. I can't have children, but it was yeah, good. exactly,
1: exactly. Oh my gosh. it was tasty. Ugh.
2: <laughs> it was a, uh. oh. oh my god, Reef, how was your week? Oh man, I just I just had a lot of Oe insane Ives, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I had. I, I had different brown paper bags for each one. <laughs> right. Oh shit! You know, did you I mean, have a Burberry a brown bag? Yeah, man. Burberry it's, brown. It's got to be a brown crinkled up bag. Like it can't be like a straight up flat bag. Got to be crinkled the hell up. Right. Um, no, man. Yeah, I had I had a good week, man. You know, I I actually caught up on a lot of TV, which was great. Um, saw some movies that I missed out on. Um, so you know, I I did a lot of gaming but I also did a lot of uh, TV watching so so I feel like, like I can participate in more conversations that like I had been avoiding because I was criminally behind in uh, a lot of my favorite shows so now I'm back yep. back in the game word word
0: um, I watched uh, History Happen Twice we watched the, the Black Mamba Kobe, uh, Kobe Bryant uh, leave the NBA and also the, the Golden State Warriors win 73 games in the season, which was phenomenal. Woo! Uh, that was a crazy, yeah. crazy night of basketball that we yeah. all got to, to, to sit down and, and, and think about. Yeah. Um, I also have just come back from Austin, Austin, Texas, Tejas. Yes. and had some good barbecue, uh, yeah. so that was fun. Uh, came back from a work joint. Uh, and it was a lot of fun. I got to hang out and do a couple of things. Do my my user uh, user conf now elevate conference stuff, uh, which was which was really cool. That sounds fancy. Well, it's, I it's g- kind of fancy.
1: Uh, well, you know, but not
0: really fancy.
1: I I hope though that while you were out there, you got a chance to hang out with our latest guest, Chris Plant from last week, who lives in Austin.
0: Well, that only happens if we get to hang out together. Ooh. All right. But since,
2: I like this since temporal, talking. this uh, temporal stuff here. This is right. Cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, that happens if, you know, if we quantum break it down. I know. Yes. Then, then, then it, then it may happen. I like what you did uh, there. Yes, exactly. Um, but it was fun. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to go hang out there and do that stuff. So we a shout out to Austin. If right. you want to give a shout out to a whole place. All
1: right. I mean, <laughs> listen, it's, it's allegedly a very, very progressive place uh, in Texas. It's like, a nice oasis of uh, kind of uh, progressiveness-ism in, well, in in Austin. So uh, I haven't been, but I love to go. And uh, yeah. shout out to Moises Chulian, who is uh, the the network head of ESN, our parent network, who lives in Austin.
0: The Grand Poobah the of grand, ESN. Yes. FM. Word. Um so we have a lot of stuff on our docket this week. Not a crazy amount, but enough to keep it filled to the brim with good conversation. Um and lots of games actually because we've been playing a lot of different stuff. Um we're gonna go, kinda go around the horn, uh, because I know we've been talking about the division a little bit. We had our division episode, you should definitely go check that out. Um and, but I know I've been playing it a lot. I know Reef and C have been playing a bunch um you know we just had the patch that just hit and it's supposed to fix a lot of things and change a lot of things up uh in a really big way um let's start off with c because i know you i know you played some of it but not a great deal um so i kind of want to dig into what your impressions of are uh, of of the game now post patch
1: Th- that is exactly correct that, that i played a little bit of it and not a lot. Um, And uh, just as a reminder, I am playing on the Xbox One, Ka is playing on the PlayStation 4, and Reef is playing on the PC. So between the three of us, we have it. uh, All of our bases covered. Um, On the Xbox One, uh, I was able to jump in, and I probably played about an hour's worth of the uh, Division post patch. With the incursions, I didn't get a chance to go into the incursions uh, because you have to have a level of 160, I believe it is, Mm -hmm. or that's at least the recommended level that you go in with these new levels that they've got. Kind of, if you're a uh, Destiny uh, veteran, is is kind of equivalent to your light level. Um, They've got a gun level, or you know, I don't even know what kind of what. The actual nomenclature is it's called for, the gear uh, score. The gear, there you go, gear score. Uh, so, my gear score was below 160. I'm not even going to say what it was, but it was below 160, so I didn't go in there. Um, but what I was able to do for the very first time was play a couple of dailies, and I played a couple of dailies, and right away, I got some uh, high end gear, the highest, or um, th- there are definitely. Uh, graduated levels within the high-end gear, but I got lots of high-end gear, more high-end gear in the hour that I played than I had gotten in the, uh, than i had received in the month previous. Uh, So that was, that was exciting to me. And uh, I don't know if that's a thing that's going to continue or if it's not, um, I will say before we turn it over to every, everyone else, that if you are playing on the Xbox One, hopefully by the time you guys are hearing this, this is fixed. Beware uh, that uh, some players, uh, including a couple of my friends, uh, were are reporting that their characters are lost on the Xbox One. Um, so that you'll go in and the character that you had no longer appears. Uh, Massive has already come out and said they know the they know what the issue is they know what the problem is uh they're working on a fix and look to be able to patch it very very soon but in the interim um what it means is when the fix comes out that it's going to roll back your character to the point it was prior to the patch so that means any uh anything that you do any progress that you make between when the patch released and when they fix this problem, if you have one of those lost characters will be wiped out. So if oh, you... man. Yeah, so if you are a person who lost your character, I'm really really sorry, that really sucks. Um, but, in the meantime, don't play <laughs> The Division <laughs> because, unless you like playing The Division, because everything that you do... Um, won't matter there's nothing just record you, it right just record it so that you know you did it <laughs> right exactly pretend <laughs> pretend it's, pretend it's <laughs> a a post release beta that you're playing um and that everything is going to be uh, reset or just go play destiny um, yeah you so, could do that too yeah you could definitely do that so reef what what uh what's your experience has been so far since you 've uh post post patch PC, PC post patch. PC
2: post patch. Uh, um, it's been it's been pretty balanced. Some good things and some bad things. Um, I definitely like the um, gear score aspect, though. I would caution people not to pay attention to it too much. Like as long as you hit the minimum that's needed for a activity, if you have something that has a better role and fits. Um, <clears throat> um better with your play style that might be a lower level i would still say to equip that piece of gear if it keeps your your gear score above like whatever the recommended is because as far as i understand it's not like destiny where your light level actually affects your damage output and and your Hmm. resistance um i think it's literally just an indicator so, like, you don't have to worry about, you know, dropping down four four points and it actually reducing the effectiveness of your guns. Um, so I think that, like, that kind of balance is important. Um, I've really liked the uh, supply drops in the Dark Zone. Um, it's really the only time that I've seen in my time in the retail game where you literally see everybody in your instance. So you'll see, like, sometimes you know seven eight people in the same area um and then they're just interesting thing everybody's talking shit and they're killing these bosses and then somebody will go rogue and then everybody will just dominate that person (laughs) and then like you'll see people like trying to negotiate stuff it's like it's really like i think what they were kind of wanting when they were planning this like game out like they kind of wanted this i kind of like have a conversation with somebody or like go and hide and wait for the other people to act. So I think so far it's been really good. Um, I do think that the loot from the supply boxes has not been good though. Um, I feel like that loot should be much, much better. Um, Mm -hmm. Now I do know that there is some gear that you can get from the supply drops, but it seems like that drop rate is really low. I've heard some people actually getting purple gear um, from the supply drops um, that's been me so far which is ridiculous um, since the bosses since the bosses guarding them usually drop something high end so like why would that be better than the actual thing in the, in the supply
1: drop which is kind of weird so is the supply drops drops um are they fixed no uh, so, so or is it dynamic based on the group of players that are playing that are that are participating in that supply drop at that particular i I don't know
2: how they determine the location but i know that it spawns at a random location and it's not just in your dz either um okay it'll spawn like you know i've had one spawn you know like 700 meters from me you know um Mm -hmm. and like and like i had to cross into a different dz to actually get to it um so, um, yeah, it it just spawns and, and, like, whoever gets there in time and can take out the boss, you know, um, then you can get that uh, thing. But I've seen people try to take it because it probably takes a good three or four seconds to actually claim it. I've seen people, just like when people try to extract, I've seen people get shot while they're trying to actually get it and then somebody else takes it and that kind of stuff. So I I think so far in my experience, it's been a success. Like, it's been you know, something new in the D Z and like, you know, it literally changes your focus once you see that huge indicator come up. I mean, it's like not like a small one on the side. It's like right in front of your screen in big letters. Um, because they really want you to uh to uh to uh, go to it. So um I've enjoyed that. <clears throat> um but the big part of the DLC is the incursion, right? Which is like um, I mean, it's their end game content. I wouldn't really call it a raid because it's not really a raid and I think that some people like me that were expecting something more equivalent to a uh Destiny or a Warcraft raid where like you really have where you really have to think about the mechanics during an, enc- an encounter that's not just kind of shooting. Kind of sorely disappointed. It's more of like a horde mode um really really difficult um i think that they've kind of lived up to it being more difficult than the challenge modes because i think that that it is um but also more boring because it's one room um and i kind of wish it wasn't like that um um and there's already like a whole bunch of like exploits and like glitches to um you know to uh actually farm it um but i haven't been able to beat it and i tried for a number of hours with you know with some teams that are pretty good uh well that i've had had success with in the past on like you know other challenging content um so you know i you know it it's lived up, up up to the challenge but i think it's i just wish it wasn't just one room of like 15 waves um like they do have a like mechanic where like you have to kind of like grab a bomb and like place it, but you know, it's, it's not, I was expecting something a little more complex and yeah, this is a free update, you know, I mean, it's not, you know, sort of like the first piece of paid DLC, which, which is where I hope that there's sort of more like meaty stuff. Um, but, you know, so, you know, so li- little disappointed by the incursion, Um, but I do like the uh, other changes to the uh, gameplay that they made. So, Ka, what's your thoughts on it?
0: Um, I mean, I think the incursion, like you said, is a little bit um, underwhelming in a lot of ways. I think the cool thing is that it does, if you're doing it legit, actually does take a lot of coordination and it takes a lot of people to kind of play a role in, in the map when you're doing it. That said, the... At this point, with the exploits that are kind of in it, and I did it today, and it was interesting mm. because you cheater. really don't. I'm a cheater. I did it to see if I get it because I need loot. Anyway, <laughs> you put you put a hole in the game. I'm find that trick. I'm, I'm gonna take advantage of it, um, and it, and it does it, it does break it down into some new kind of like loot cave version of what a destiny you know the destiny kind of loot caves were but the the fun part about all that is is like now you can kind of go through it with better gear if you've cheated it or if you've done it legit and you can still go through it with with really a, a better hold on the new gear that they put in there the the gear set stuff and and run through it the 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 other parts of the game now the balancing stuff which I think is interesting, so they changed the way that gold drops work a little bit where bosses that are around in the in the dZ zones um will automatically drop a yellow high end piece of gear. That's awesome because it was really dependent upon how high your scavenging was uh, there's a there's a, a stack called scavenging that's supposed to give you more uh, better better loot uh, the more that you find things. But it was broken uh, pre patch um, and now that they supposed to fixed that, that. So it's working a little bit better and the higher uh, in whatever DZ that you go in is six levels of it. You're supposed to get higher stuff at the higher level uh, DZ zones the ability to get a yellow um yellow piece of gear off of every boss though now f- makes it feel a little bit cheap like i'm finding now that That's i don't care I, I don't feel ki- i don't feel as good now when i see a yellow piece of gear drop especially because of gear score uh which i think is like the new version of yo you got gally you got a <laughs> right yeah in 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 the raid where it's like now You know, you're looking at stuff, you're looking at the score as opposed to the perks on it in some ways. And like, well, this gear doesn't do what I need to do to get me to a level that's high enough that will get me in groups of people who are high enough that we can do certain things that I want to do, which I think is not what they intended. But that's just the kind of min max way that people play those games now, especially things that are randomly generated loot. Um, So that part has been interesting to see how my game style is played. Like I still will pick up stuff um, and hopefully balance out my levels in a way that makes it easier for me to do certain things. But um, it also is kind of off-putting that, you know, I can see something drop that's gold and be like, "Nah, I don't care. Um, The thing that they did that was, I think, super awesome though, was they switched the way that crafting works where before you'd have to use Phoenix credits, which are pretty hard to get. Uh, if you're not killing bosses in the in the, in the, uh, the DZ, the dark zone, or if you're not doing uh, challenging or daily missions that pop up, um, you can get those pretty like one or two off of every boss. But most of the things that you needed to buy were worth was with those credits. So now you can use your normal kind of game credits because uh, they have like three different kinds of uh, uh, what do you call it? Three kinds currency. of currency. Currency. Thank you. No three problem. kinds of currency wordsmith. You are, you are, you're like a litter, a literary Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> you <move, laughs> yeah. you, you, you heed the hell out of that. So they, they have all these different currencies, but the main currency was really hard to get. So like the one that you can get the easiest now is the one that you would use to reroll stats on your gear that lets you basically do other things you want to do and raise your levels in other ways. So, I mean, exploits aside, um, balancing, I think has been good. Um, I think the incursions could be a little bit better, Um, but I think overall that level of detail that they've put into it has been fairly good and has brought people into that game in a different way than it did pre-patch. So I think it's working.
1: Well, so I've got a question and, you know, you guys have definitely delved into it and and Part of the reason that I'm not as far along with the game as you guys is is twofold. One, because I'm really fucking busy, as I said last week. Um, But the the other part is that I do want to take my time with this game. I I remember playing Destiny and really having fun. Uh, The feedback loop in Destiny was very, very real. Part of the reason that that feedback loop was so uh, enticing and engrossing to me was because... I had never felt that MMO feedback loop before. Mm-hmm. Um, and now playing the division, that part of the feedback loop of going out with your friends, uh, you know, talking a bunch of shit and shooting things, grabbing some loot, rinsing and repeating that part is old hat. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I purpose, I purposefully uh, purposefully, cause I'm really good with words. Uh, didn't want to, Attack this game full brunt, full bore and wind up at the point where I feel like it sounds like you guys are now, Um, you know, reef hasn't finished the incursion. You have you're finding new things to do, but you're at a point now where we're just a week removed or, you know, by the time you guys are, you know, hearing this, maybe two weeks removed from this uh, first big update for this game and this game has only been out for you know roughly six weeks and you've almost run out of new things to discover and explore mm-hmm. um, so that was one of the things that I didn't want to do like I want to be able to just kind of take my time, pace myself and just explore new things and and so almost kind of run out of things to do. Right as the new pieces of, of content come out, my question specifically to you Kai, is what is there left for you to accomplish outside of doing the same thing that you've already finished at a hard, at a higher or harder level? I mean, honestly, right now,
0: even even before the patch dropped, I was already in a loop of grinding right so like grinding as opposed to gr- grinding for the sake of grinding as opposed to grinding because i needed things to 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 play the game at a different level mm-hmm. and th- and that's twofold there's a re- there's a couple reasons why i'm at that level now it's like one i'm trying to play as much of it as as much as i can because i know other games are going to be coming out soon fair um, two, because the podcast needs people to kind of know what's on the front, the, you know, the forefront of what's happening in the game right. as a way to be able to report on it uh, in a good way. And also my friends are those kinds of friends. Like my friends that I'm playing with are getting things and I'm like, oh shit, I can't rock with you because I don't have the same kinds of shit. Right. So I need to be at your level or better than your level so that I can do things with you and not feel like I'm holding the team down. So it's kind of, it's kind of trifold in that way, but it's also because like the in game content that you see, that's not dark zone stuff. Cause I don't really prefer to go rogue and kill other people. Cause I think it, it doesn't do a lot for, for me. I don't get, I don't feel like it's a competitive game in that way. So it doesn't feel good to go rogue for me, unless mm-hmm. I knew I had like crazy gear and I can just kill people at will. Right. But when you when you're not in the dark zone, there's literally not that much to do at all. And it's like you're still fighting 20 level, 25 uh, uh, enemies, which I can take out in a one burst of my gun at this point. So it, it, it's it's a little bit of both where it's like I wish that they would have done a little bit more thought with the um mobs that are outside of the dark zone and raise their level some and maybe yeah. maybe that would be something that would be cool is that it doesn't cap out at 25 it it levels with your level and then make that your cap at 30 when and again it's still it's too early cuz they're going to raise the cap on both sides of course they're going to raise the outside the dark zone cap past 30 and they're going to raise the 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 dark zone cap probably past 99 at some point even though I've run into some 99s already Man, um, that's crazy. It, it's nuts, but there, but again, that goes back to the conversation about exploits, right? Where people have been able to grind their way through by using exploits to kind of get their level up in a faster way than they usually would. Well, so, oh yeah, let's
1: let's um, be good about um, the the um, uh, the vernacular of the game. So, in the dark zone, in right. the PVE. You gain levels. Player versus players versus uh, environment. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. The players versus environment. You gain levels in the dark zone. In the player versus player area, or the area where there are player versus player, you gain rank. So right. you've you've seen people that are level thirty or maybe not even level thirty, but rank ninety nine right. in the dark zone.
0: Right. So you'll have to get to level thirty before you can really go in the dark zone. So you should there, be yes. You should be right, and your level in the dark zone can go up to to ninety nine. And I've seen your some people, right? Yeah. Your rank, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't smell. I smell good, right. anyway. <laughs> but but yeah, it's been it's been a a, a, mis, a mismatch of all uh, of all those things. So it's like, is there anything left for me to do right now? Not really. Reef, are you feeling like you you're getting to that point or, or no?
2: Well, I think the nature of these games is there's never enough. Like, if you're just talking purely about new content that you've never seen before, Mm -hmm. I don't think that's really possible in games like this. That's a fair point. Like, these games are meant to grind. Like, there's games where, like, think of a single-player game, like Grand Theft Auto or something, right? Right. Like, huge world, but if you, you know, huge, long campaign, but once you get through it, that's it, right? Like, I mean, mean like, you could do, like, the online stuff and all that, but that's not, like, new worlds or anything right uh this game is you know like like the campaign is obviously much shorter um and then you just grind right so for me i think one smart thing that they did was that they put the the icon for the next incursion that's coming out in may and they listed the gear score as two twenty. Right, so so i'm like yo i need to grind so i can get to 220 by the time that that the next (laughs) one comes so yes i i think that if you're the type that is like you know i need new experiences then you either need to pace it the way that you are see or this probably won't be the game type like for you
0: yeah that's that makes a lot of sense a lot of sense, a lot of sense. So, so if there aren't any other parts of division that we want to dig into, or want to kind of pivot towards other stuff that we've been playing, any any more division stuff?
1: No, no, just don't uh, don't pick up your foot. Don't
0: don't pick up your foot.
1: Yes, you're pivoting. Don't pick up your pivot foot.
2: Oh, it's
0: you're a right,
1: basketball you're right. reference. I
2: was, was, oh. was going to make an Excel. Mamba out. I was going to make a a <laughs> a pivot chart reference, but that's okay.
1: oh oh man nerd. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's okay. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> Reef, what what other stuff have you been playing?
2: Yeah, so I've been playing a lot of um Enter the Gungeon. Um yes. sort of a uh indie roguelike darling. Um they actually sold quite a bit. I forgot the numbers, but they definitely um are, are making some uh good bank on it. Um <clears throat> and I was actually attracted to the game by uh you Kai, because like you were talking about it a bunch I, I i've actually heard about it more from my playstation owning friends and my pc owning friends that's interesting I'm not sure why um but and, and like i don't know what the positioning of it is in the playstation store um but so like i ended up getting it on a pc and it's a load of fun i mean um you know for 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 uh one you know i was able to you know, pick a black woman as one of the main characters, which is pretty awesome. Um, Mm -hmm. And it has a nice sense of humor. Um, I, obviously, I'm playing it on the PC, so I'm playing it with the mouse and, like, keyboard. I can't imagine playing this with the twin sticks. Really? Um, Because the aiming, like, I just need that precise aiming of, like, moving and, like, aiming at the... I mean, I understand how you can play it, but Mm -hmm. to me, it's, like, the time to move that like there there's a lot of enemies in this game (laughs) so it just seems like that like that like for like me personally it would be you know i I would definitely prefer the uh mouse and uh and and uh keyboard on it but i actually think it also has a really good tutorial like if you're not familiar with these kinds of uh, games i I thought that it was a well-paced um and kind of funny um tutorial and also the music is really really good like shout out to dose one for doing the soundtrack on this yeah game. it's a really good soundtrack if you're into game music at all this is definitely one that uh i, I would recommend um <clears throat> and i'm uh also playing the uh second episode of walking dead michonne um still not quite sure how to feel about this one and you know i won't go into any spoilers about this story but you know, it's a mini telltale game, so it's so so it's not like a full six episode game. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just it's just not resonating with me the way that the other two Walking Deads did. And I think part of it is because I I feel like the genius of the original Walking Dead games was that they used original characters. Um, mm, right. this game is using a character that's already been in several seasons of the show in several, several issues of the graphic novel. So you already have sort of a huge idea of who she is, what her motivations are, and like all that. So it just makes the game a little less interesting to me. Um, now, it does cover a period in the comic book where she kind of disappears and then comes back. Um, mm-hmm. So I do like that. But at at the same time, I think it's kind of a victim of, um, you know, of a walking dead fan who will probably be the only one that purchase that, that gets this already having sort of a lot of preset ideas about the main character. And I don't know, I'm just enjoying it a lot less. Um, it it doesn't mean that it's made worse or, I mean, the mechanics are still fine, like the dialogue Mm -hmm. options are still good. Still have to make really weighty hard choices, but you know, um, I don't know if, if if it's that the, Telltale formula is weighing a little more thin on me or just the Michonne thing because I know kind of so much about her
1: um, How's know. that How's that engine holding up?
2: Uh, I mean I kind of know what to expect from it now you know like it's never going to blow your mind um, I think it looks okay I still think that Wolf Among Us is probably the best looking thing that they've done mm-hmm. um, and this doesn't come close to it at all um, it's kinda you know, it looks like you expect it to look, you know. Um now I am hoping that the upcoming Batman game, um, they are talking about that right. looking a lot um more uh quote unquote next gen slash current gen or whatever the hell gen that we're in. Um right. Um so I am hoping that, that, you know, that they do kinda, you know, um use a different engine and like really make that game pop.
1: So they yeah, they are making a new engine for the Batman tales of bruce wayne or whatever that uh telltale game is going to be called
2: yeah
0: yeah tales of tales of martha right (laughs) why did you say that name
2: name? um (laughs) yeah and i'm also playing um i'm also playing the doom uh beta um, oh yeah. The, uh, open beta for Doom, which just started on a PC. Well, like by the time this comes out it'll be over. Um, but you know, it's Doom. Um I'm all about it. I mean, it's not surprising me or anything, but I grew up on these games. They kinda introduced me to PC gaming, really. Right. Um, and I just kinda missed that fast paced kind of craziness. So, you know, I I'm looking forward. It's just blasting fools and ducking and strafing and <laughs> j- double jumping i mean it's insane you know that's terrible. um but uh it's a lot of fun and i haven't got to play it yet but i want to give a shout out to former guest on episode 81 Ariane inspired of the spawn Me podcast yes yeah uh, nice so yeah. madiba's game just came out uh, That's correct. Uh, Super I, hyped and for And I got my Steam code. Um, so, um, Orion Legacy of the Cori Um Definitely check that out on uh, Steam. Um, it looks beautiful. All the gameplay I saw, awesome. I, obviously, the interview on the show was like great. So, I'm really looking forward to digging into that as well. Nice, yes. nice, nice. See, have, see, did you get to play some stuff? Oh while, yeah, I've been we... I've been
1: so I've been playing a lot of different things um in in my spare time of which there isn't a lot. Um, Reef kind of actually reminded me when he talked about uh roguelites and and Enter the Gungeon. I'm not playing Enter the Gungeon. Um I am playing a roguelike, however in the form of a mobile game called downwell oh yeah which, oh yeah which, yeah. which yeah, uh, you know if you've yeah if you've if you've got a an iOS device, uh, you probably have been playing downwell for a while you're really cool because you've got an Apple device mm-hmm. um, but it just <laughs> recently came out uh, on on uh, for Android and I think it's like three bucks. Um, but yeah it's it's a roguelike where you just keep falling down a well um and uh you know you want to get deeper and deeper and and there's a there are different sections that you can go into and and uh there's a store where you can buy more uh better weapons so you can get even further but you know the point is it's a, it's a roguelike so it won't ever really end but it's a, it's a really cool game um so uh if you got Um, A few bucks to spare, um, and you have an Android device. You can see what all the kids have been talking about on their snazzy Apple uh, mechanisms. Downwell's pretty cool. Um, Additionally, I've been playing a lot of, uh, it's springtime, Major League MLB, the show, Sony San Diego's, MLB The Show 16, I think it's called, as opposed to MLB 16 The Show. Um, So it, yeah, exactly. They've they've rebranded the game by moving (laughs) the number. Um, So this is the best version of uh, it. So the so the show, which was only available on Sony platforms, not even available on PC effectively killed um simulation baseball on all other platforms it was just that good and um and and to that point one of the primary reasons that i own a playstation a sony device the The primary reason that i bought a ps3 was so i could play the show and um I knew that I, you know, and I've said it here on the show that I knew that I had to get a PS4 so that I can continue to play the show. It is just that good. Um, They have... Made it even more uh, more important for you to, or they've given you more incentive to go out, and they started this last year to go out and buy a, a new version of the game, and you know, and and baseball is, uh, specifically, I think Sony San Diego was really smart about this. Um, you know, baseball can only get but so good. There's only but so many innovations, uh, or at least so we thought, that you can add to the game. But what they've done in uh in, in the show is they've allowed you now to take your road to the show character which is your my player you know the career mode the rpg mode of the of the sports world or of the baseball world the road to the show allowed you to take that character now and import that character into the new version of the game so which is complete with all the new additions to the game. So whatever the new bullet points back of the box stuff is, you'll be able, you'll be privy to that with your old character, uh, but you don't have to worry about starting from scratch year after year, uh, which is commonly been a problem with all of the sports games. When you play one of these modes that you can't possibly play enough of it to, to, Play all of the games and get your character to a point where they're a veteran and they're going to the Hall of Fame or they're going to retire, whatever it is, or even get to free agency so you can experience that. Now you can kind of take your time and really enjoy it. And, and uh, they've done some things to really streamline the game. But in addition to that, they've they added um, this. There's a mode in all of sports games called uh, in, in the EA games. It's called Ultimate Team. It's a card-collecting version of the games. You get cards. Uh, you Those cards represent actual players, and then you use those players to create a team, and you play that team online or against the computer, uh, which allows you, and your success or, or lack thereof determines how many more cards or how many points that you get so you can buy more packs and rinse and repeat. Well, uh, that version of that of the game and for the show is called Diamond Dynasty. It really works. It you know works hand in hand with baseball because baseball cards were you know were definitely a really big part of uh, you know being part of the baseball experience. Absolutely. So it just it, it you know so it's just natural that that uh, the show has this type of card collecting thing in it. Um, they've done something that I didn't even even think, breathe to be possible with the show. They created this mode called Conquest that's a legitimate RTS. What? Within, within what? baseball. Are there Zerglings? Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- there might as well be. So basically what happens is you take your Diamond Dynasty team and you start in a territory and... Your goal is to take your team to barnstorm your team, uh, using and these are their words manifest destiny. What to yes, that yes. is very dangerous, man. Yes, oh yes, yes, that, that is, I mean, I couldn't make <laughs> it up. Manifest destiny and your way throughout the entire uh, continental United States to become the most popular team in the country. Okay. Um, And basically what happens is you have this, you know, you have a a quadrant and you get to move spaces and you move your spaces and you play a game. And if you win your game, you own those spaces. And depending on your level, depending on how much you win by, you know, whatever the, the score is, your um, notoriety increases. The level of fans that you get, um, that you receive, increases or decreases. Well, once your turn is over, you have to fortify your position, make sure that you've got all, all of your, pardon the pun, bases covered, and wow. um, and then it's the computer's turn to actually encroach on your space potentially. Wow. And they'll play against other other teams or what have you. But every team, so you're, there are now, so there are 30 teams in baseball. There are now 31 teams in baseball with your uh, upstart team. And so these 30 teams are also trying to accomplish the exact same thing that you are. And they will attack you, and you have to defend via playing baseball, Against these against these other teams until you have, um, you know, done America and and, <laughs> and have controlled the entire country by by virtue of you guys being the best team in oh. in in the league. Um, well, it's, that that's
2: pretty damn creative, I must say. Yeah, if, for yeah. a sports game to do that, I think is. Despite the name, which I think is pretty terrible, um, well, the, the it, name it, is called. That's a lot of weight. Well, the manifest destiny part of it, yeah, that part pretty is pretty really weighty. Yeah. Um, but the idea, I think, is pretty dope.
1: It is really dope. It is really dope. So, if you guys are, if you are a PlayStation 4, four owner, and you had even a just a passing curiosity about what this whole baseball thing is all about. This is, there is no better year to get involved with uh, MLB, the show 16, than MLB, the show 16. So give it a shot. I really, you know, I've always loved this series. This series is better than it's ever been. And if you don't believe me, go check out the um, operation sports because they know a thing or two about that kind of stuff. And I'm not just saying that because I work there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I work mm-hmm. at operation sports y'all. You do. <laughs> you are the man. <laughs> it's kind oh of crazy. It's
0: nuts. Uh, so, so Reef and C and kind of um, uh, uh, hit on some of the games that I'm playing. I am playing a little bit of the show, which is phenomenal. Like you said, it's like uh, I haven't gotten to conquest mode, but anything that sounds like uh, baseball and Catan put together. Yeah, that's it, and dope.
1: that's exactly what it is. Is is
0: pretty dope. Uh, Gungeon is amazing. I kind of liken that to a top down shooter, but spelunky mixed together. So that's yeah. pretty awesome as well. Um, the thing I kind of want to talk about this week, really fast, is PS4 Remote Play, which has been the shit. It has been so mm. awesome. And something that is, like, weirdly going to be missed by a lot of people because it doesn't really fit into the way most people play their games on that system. But uh, I've been taking my controller to work and going on my lunch break and getting on my MacBook Pro and, like, totally busting out full gaming sessions for at least for my hour. And then just, like, go at it. (laughs) And, and like, I've been able to play uh, Division I did the Incursion uh, this week uh, on PlayStation 4 via remote play. I did uh, some, divi- uh, no, I'm sorry, Destiny. I b- messed around with that a little bit and it felt fine. Um, I played a little bit of uh, Gungeon, which was great, especially with the ability to kind of, like Reef said, move around the map in, in places like bullet hell games that, that, that have so many things on screen that you have to dodge and you have to be really twitchy with your with your hand movements I found that to be playable as well in a good space. So I employ I everybody to like try it out. If you have the ability to do it. Um, I was playing on a MacBook air. I didn't even try it on my MacBook pro. It seems more based upon your internet connection than the actual speed and power of your machine, which is awesome. Um, but it totally is one of the coolest things I've seen come out of that system via firmware in a while. Like if you had a Vita, you're used to it, but you wanted to play full games. Now you can. And that feels dope. Yeah. So yeah, check that stuff out. You can't, I tried to do some inception nonsense and try to stream from it while I was doing remote play. And it was like, nah, be. <laughs> <laughs> it was Good. like quantum break. <laughs> yeah. It was like, nah, son, you're wilding out right now. Don't do that. So it was, it was pretty cool. Um, but uh, you know, your 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 mileage may vary depending upon your, your your speed of your internet uh in your home network. Uh and, and the one that you're on when you're trying to remote in. So definitely try it, definitely worth it. Um so before we hit our ad break, we're gonna talk about our underwear. We're gonna talk about As always. the dopeness, the dopeness, dopeness, dopeness that is Mac Weldon that has been sponsoring us for this month. Um, and uh talk about how great all those things feel. In our our pants.
2: In our pants. Yo, I actually woke up the other day. I put on my uh, Mack Weldon t-shirt, and I was so comfortable. I literally almost walked out the door in 30-degree weather (laughs) with a t-shirt on. I mean, obviously, I had all my pants and my shoes and all that. But, like, it was just, like, I almost didn't want to ruin the feeling by putting another shirt over it. Like, it was just mad wear but that yo these shirts are so comfortable like i don't even know how to explain it like it just i've just never felt like a t-shirt can be comfortable like it's such a functional thing like when you think about it but these Mm. things are like
1: like like they do the job they get it done i i know how to explain it mac weldon is better than anything that you're currently wearing um and and that's the truth um mac weldon is amazing um, this is, this is again no bullshit. This is really the thing. I am completely changing every undergarment that I have to be Mac Weldon. I will never wear anything other than Mac Weldon ever again in life, um, unless there's like Mac Weldon 2.0. Um, the stuff feels amazing. My entire family is jealous because my socks are dope. My undershirts are dope. My underwear is dope. Um, everybody is jealous of my undergarments. Um, and uh, if you want your family and significant others and roommates or, or your mirror to be jealous of how wonderful you feel, then go to MacWeldon.com, Um Put the promo code in spawn into your thing after you order S-P-A-W-N and you will receive 20% off your first order from Mac Weldon. Uh, trust me, uh, there's already some members of Chicago that have already done it and they know that this is, you know, yeah, it's an ad, but we, you know, we wouldn't tell you to go and do something if we didn't really honestly believe you would be better off for it. Buy, buy some Mac Weld and stuff. And, you know, it's just... It's like VR. You can't really understand how great it is until you actually try it. Yep.
0: They are the first group of underwear people who have gotten me to wear boxer briefs again. So that's a lot.
2: Sexy. <laughs> yeah. Sexy. Yeah.
0: I mean, not even just sexy, just functional. Like, it actually... It's sexy, but it, it, it doesn't make me hate my, my drawers. <laughs> so...
2: <laughs>
0: um so we're going to head over into our ad break. Uh we'll be right back
2: after this. What's up y'all? This is Sharif Jackson, host of Gaming Looks Good, a YouTube series where we focus on diversity in video games, race, gender, and sexuality. Check out the full archive of videos at gaminglooksgood.com.
0: You, you, you are listening to Radio Welcome back, everybody, to the Spawn of Me podcast. This is episode 106. Uh, we just had some dope ads for some dope people, so check out their shows, check out their content. Uh, check out Mac Weldon, like we said earlier. It definitely helps out us and the crew at ESN.FM. Um, we have a couple of quick stories before we go get up out of here for this episode. Reef, uh, can you get, can you jump into the first one for us?
2: Sure. Um, so there's a really good article on uh, PC Gamer by uh, Ben Griffin called Why I Love Incidental Dialogue. Um, <laughs> and it's a whole article that basically talks about how he's going through these games and he sort of always gets sidetracked when he hears NPCs having a conversation and he almost has to listen to it before before he can move on and i really identified with this because you know i don't do that exact same well okay i do that exact same
1: thing (laughs) Um, i think that
2: i mean most of the time i'm just really curious about what the devs are putting in here you you know i don't think that you know like they typically don't really add to a game Well, well like they don't give you like secrets or hints they do sometimes in like games like a hitman or like a metal gear but for the most part like they're usually just um atmosphere right mm-hmm. <laughs> um and you know when like i think of like some of the funny times that i've had in games it's usually tied to something that in npc npc said and it's usually something that was completely optional you know um, So I really like the fact that, you know, that these companies can like put in things that, you know, not everybody that not everybody w- will experience. But it kind of like like rewards like the like the more curious people that like go out there and, and really, um, you know, explore. Um, so a few come to mind for me. Um, one actually doesn't exist. And I'll tell you how. That's a surprise. Um, so, <laughs> so um, Golden Eye have, have cliffhangers going cliffhangers, on in the show So GoldenEye for the Nintendo sixty four, it did not have, you know, voices in it, right? Right. But the way that the NPCs would walk around, if you snuck around and stuff, they would like. Stop in front of each other, and you know it would look like they were having a conversation. Like they kind of like move and nod their head and stuff, and then walk away. So, being an enterprising young gamer, I would add in my own conversation uh, <laughs> to these NPCs to the point where I had some written dialogue. Um, so wait, wait a what? minute, wait wait oh, a minute. Yeah. I played so you this. Had... I played this game a lot, so I knew. <laughs> certain encounters i knew like all right this guy is gonna stop and be here for 46 seconds so i'd write dialogue that would kind of take up that time and then when they came up i'd be like hey bob like what's going on oh man i'm just looking for bond man and like and and like i gotta take a shit word you know and just (laughs) just do that um you know and 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 then like i would time when i went into the encounter to when, like, they would say, like, oh, man, and, like, I know he's not here, and then I'd be like, surprise! You know, when Pools. <laughs> um, so
1: wait a minute, so <laughs> wait a minute. You created your own Reef Tracks?
2: I know, Reef Tracks was on point, man. Reef Tracks was on point. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I used to have a blast doing it. I, I had a blast doing it, you know? Um, and, like, that kind of, like, goes toward my sort of love for this incident incidental stuff so I'm currently playing through Twilight Princess HD on on the Wii U and again like the Zelda games have never had like voices in it but if you stop and talk to the NPCs they say the weirdest shit if you keep on talking to them and if there's one thing I notice is that like whoever writes these games has some weird like gender role stuff with like marriages. Anytime there's a there's a a um, couple that's like married, they're always complaining about each other, like always. You know, <laughs> that's um, funny. Y- 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 you know. So so in uh, Twilight Princess, I was talking to um, one of like the characters, and y- you know, I had I had, like brought her like a baby carriage that like a, she lost, and she just turns into oh yeah, like my husband's such an idiot, and like he couldn't actually get this for me. Thank you. I was like. What was that for? <laughs> you know, like, like I just found that like for some reason in, in these Zelda games, like husband and wives hate each other. Like they
0: they, they just, they need like therapy and they just like, you said the person who walked by and they were like, let me tell you something. Yeah. Let me tell you how my <laughs> yeah how my husband is a garbage human. Being. I feel like that should be
2: like a mechanic in this new, in this like Zelda game is like I can make rupees by charging for therapy lessons for all these NPCs <laughs> with like, marital problems. Yeah. You know, um it's funny
0: as hell. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yep. Yeah, so so uh the, 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 those are two that uh come to mind for me. So uh see, any uh any come mind? yeah.
1: Um well I I think one of the ones that's the most infamous and famous uh for doing that is Half Life Two. Um you know oh, yeah. walking around Half Life Two, if if you guys have never played that game, I wonder if the orange box is backwards compatible on the Xbox one, don't know. Uh, if it isn't start a ca- campaign, everybody, cause that's one of the best values uh, from the last gen, the orange box
2: or so, buy it on uh, PC because you don't need it or you don't need or a, buy it a good on, computer to run it
1: at this point. That is, that is also very true um, or, or buy it on PC. So, um, but you know, one of the great things about that game is that as you're walking around, characters are having conversations that will key you into um, specific points in the plot that you know that you may completely miss or you know they'll give you insight into what is exactly is happening that you may completely miss if you're not there at time, you know in, in the right time, or if you just decide to go buy them. So like, you know, um, it's it's really awesome. Another game that does it, and, and they're able to do a lot of different things because they have almost unlimited time and almost an unlimited budget, and that is the great great folks at Rockstar with uh, Grand Theft Auto oh, V. Um, GTA V, better than almost any game that I've ever played, immerses you into this incredible, completely farcical world of uh los santos and san andreas as as a, as the state um where if you're walking around you'll hear people having uh conversations on their cell phone there'll be people that are walking past each other that are you know having a conversation they'll be homeless people on the street that are having conversations with themselves as if they're having conversations with with other people. <laughs> um, if you have a really nice car, people will stop and pull their phone out and take a picture of your car. If you're wearing a really nice outfit, they will stop and take a picture of you. Um, so there there are plenty of things that happen that are completely optional. That you know that these guys that the the developers spent time with. That actors actually spent time recording in a booth that you may never even hear, uh, and it's 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 really really good. Uh, so uh, if you if you haven't had a chance to play GTA Five, I don't know how you didn't because fifty million people uh, own that game. Uh, so uh, if you haven't, go out and buy GTA Five. It really is an amazing accomplishment in terms of just technical masterpiece. Um, so yeah, check that out and and buy the orange box because Stubby Stan said so. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> would I will jump that. in and book in that with uh, the Batman games were great. Yes, uh, the stuff from Rocksteady those were awesome. Absolutely. Hearing thugs because it was a a part of the gameplay. Plus, it was something that uh, made made me laugh. And they were like, "I hear bats is over there. I hear, he's got some <laughs> things over there." Uh, Did you see him? He was over there. He was screaming. (laughs) Um, So that stuff was great. Um, Shadow of Mordor had really good uh, Mm. incidental audio as well, Um, and I really liked some of the stuff in Far Cry too. I think some of the stuff in Far in the Far Cry games has been uh, pretty cool as well.
1: In Far Cry Two specifically, or were you saying Far Cry also?
0: The Far I think Far. What was the last one that was prior prior to Primal? Four. Four four so four four had some really cool uh incidental incidental audio back in there so yeah it was it was a lot of good stuff it just takes it tells you like how much work goes into capturing all that vo which is a lot of vo right <laughs> yeah it's right. a lot yeah
2: my, my my favorite part about the batman games is when people would complain in the mr freeze era is like man it's so cold over here like i'm not getting paid enough <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i love that it's hilarious yeah
0: it was great because it adds this flavor to the world that you don't necessarily think about until you hear it. Right. Um, so yeah, it definitely it definitely is on that level. Um, last story of the show is one that is an oldie but goodie, talking about Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Uh, Reef, you want to want to dig into that real quick?
2: Yeah. So Mike Tyson's Punch Out, AK, A.K. the game, I've still never beat like legit. Um, people actually found a secret to this game. You know, this is an old-ass game. And basically people found that during um, the fights against Piston Honda and Bald Bull, that there's actually a character in the crowd that has a beard on. And this character does not move through the entire match except during Piston Honda and Bald Bull's respective super moves and he the, he only does one move he ducks his head when he ducks his it, <laughs> when he ducks his head that's when you punch so when Bald Bull's like backing up and he does that like a charge I always found that timing to be really tough because right. either you dodge it or you can hit him and knock him out no matter how much health that he, that that he has but if you wait for this guy to if you watch this one guy that's frozen in time like most of the people are because it's a freaking 8-bit game like it's not like it was an animated (laughs) crowd right um but yeah it it shows you when to knock these guys out so maybe i would have had an easier time back in the day because that game frustrated me to no end
0: isn't it cool that people are going back and checking out stuff like this and like digging back through the annals of time and games that we've seen like again shout out to like grand pooh bear too who just got that world record on kaizo mario yeah um Yatta. Um, but it's also that kind of stuff too, where you see all these folks who are digging back into these games that we've not necessarily forgotten but have moved on a little bit from and are recapturing not necessarily just youth, but also strats. You know, like they're going back and like, wow, I can do this thing that I didn't do before. It's it's just pretty dope. I like yeah. stuff like that.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. And and like I remember hearing about a similar one where like people found these secret menus on the mortal Kombat arcade games oh yeah 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 like these games have been like just like analyzed for decades and people are just finding stuff it's amazing
0: it's funny because then when you know 30 years from now when people find that new exploit in the division when the servers don't work and <laughs> they've been taken down. People be like, yo, I found this joint where I can like kill everybody in one shot and just shoot and it'll be like guncotta and it'll be like uh it'll
2: be gym kata. Nah, well, no, no Gun cotta
1: no, from like equilibrium. Oh That's right. We never That's mentioned right. a
2: horrible movie right. here. Sorry. Yeah. Gun is Equilibrium sucks. was
1: equilibrium was was awesome sucks. until the very end. I think
0: I think that uh what's his face? Bad Batman, Christian Bale should should have won should have won an Emmy for it. If, if an
1: Emmy for a
0: movie, yeah, an Emmy. <laughs> <laughs> he should have won an Emmy for it, not an right, Oscar. An right. Emmy.
1: Exactly. It's an E M
2: M E. The the only dope part of it was was when uh, Tay Diaz got his face sliced clean off.
1: Spoiler alert!
2: Sorry, am yeah, not. Know, there's no spoiler alerts for like a what's that 15 year old movie. It was an exploit. Yeah. It was. Right. It was a punk It was um, an exploit. Tate Diggs is
0: an exploit.
1: Right. <laughs> I only I only have uh, one one thing to say about uh this what is it, Mike Tyson's punch out thing thirty years later, and that is it's ludicrous Oh god. So
0: <laughs> My now
2: you anyway. Now have either you guys beaten Mike Tyson's punch out like legit. I did. Yeah, I um, beat it legit because do I'm it, dope. I do I, well,
1: no, I used Mike Tyson's phone number to get to Mike Tyson, and then he kicked my ass. Yeah,
2: even when I skipped directly to Mike Tyson, it just, I just didn't have the timing down, man.
0: I saw a really cool thing where there was a, um, there was a bar. I forgot where the hell was I? I forgot it was. I was at a bar and they had a, a contest. that was like if you can beat Mike Tyson's punch out all the way through. You you win like a round of beers, and this one dude like kicked the whole game's ass and like beat it, Wow. like in one in one sitting. And Mike it Tyson's
1: there. Punch Out or regular Punch Out?
0: Mike Tyson's Punch Out.
1: Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, because yeah. I think regular Punch Out was probably even harder than Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Like,
2: yeah, yeah. No, I was I was I was watching um, Dan Riker from Giant Bomb um, a few years ago. He was saying I never beat this game, and he like trained. <laughs> to uh, be able to actually beat the game. So, like, he posted all these videos and that kind of stuff. So, it's pretty dope. But, yeah, yes. it's, like, one of my greatest gaming failures. Like, usually when I put my mind to a game back in the day, I always beat it, but not this one.
0: It's like Mike Tyson's Punch-Out and Battletoads. Those are the two games that people were like, yo, I've never beaten
1: that joint. Yeah.
0: I beat Battletoads, too, because I'm dope.
1: Whatever. Yeah. You're a liar. You a I, game should've, game I
0: should've I should have been on video power. I would have wrapped <laughs> the fuck up. If I was on video power, I would have kicked a or, or Nick Arcade, I would have beat everybody's ass. I would have won all the things. Oh, man, th- and then I thought you were the host of a Nick Arcade. Weren't you weren't you the host? You know
2: what? <laughs> it's
0: time to, it's time to end the show. It's time to get out of here. It's time to get out
2: of here. I want that dude on the show. I want him on the show.
0: Uh uh what was it something more? Nick? No. Mm, something. I forgot. We'll figure it out. It wasn't Rudy Ray Moore, so it doesn't right. make a difference.
1: Yeah, he uh, he just served me my chalupa this week. So. <laughs> anyway. Oh. Oh, wow. Fillmore. Anyway. Fillmore. Anyway. Fillmore. Fillmore.
0: Fillmore. Fillmore. Yes, he was great. Um, so we're going to get up out of here after <laughs> we've brought up those terrible <laughs> memories. <laughs> Saying I was Fillmore. Anyway, um, we're going to get up out of here. It's episode 106. And uh, Cicero, can you give people the social media business please?
1: I can and I will. Uh, social media is as follows first and foremost guys, remember uh, to thank our sponsor Mac Weldon by going to Macweldon.com and entering the promo code spawn SPAwN getting yourself 20% off the fine undergarments and hurt and hosieries and uh, basics. Uh, to make you feel good, make you feel good. Uh, yeah. And uh, after you're doing that, while you're on the internet, you want to go ahead and you want to follow us on Twitter. The show is at Spawn on Me. Um, the captain is at Kajakens. Sharif Jackson is at Sharif Jackson. And I, the fumbler, bumbler, stumbler of words, is at Stubby Stan. When you're looking for our show, you want to go to iTunes and. Um, NPR One and Player FM and all of your favorite podcatchers. If you're on iTunes, remember to please rate and review and subscribe and do all of those things. It really, really helps us out. Um, you know, tell your friends, tell all your Mike Tyson enthusiasts to uh, to go ahead and download the show. Um, go check out our site, SpawnOn.me, and uh, check out our past episodes. And uh, go to the SpeakPipe page, SpeakPipe.com slash me, if you want to leave us a voicemail. Or you can go to SpawnOnMePodcast at gmail.com if you want to leave us an email. And uh, if you want to give us money to help us out, you can go to the Patreon, our Patreon page, Patreon.com slash SpawnOnMe. Um, spoiler alert, guys. Both uh, or actually all three of us, uh, both uh, Sharif, Khalif and Cicero, um, we've all been accepted to go to E3, the Electronic Entertainment Expo this year. Um, It is seriously a dream come true. We wouldn't have been able to do it if Bricargo wasn't dope. Um, But, you know, it's L.A. and it's expensive and we're broke. And, uh, you know, uh, thanks everyone, obviously, who is contributing to our Patreon. But that Patreon is going to help us um, as meager as it is. It's going to definitely help us get to get to E3 and give us some money so that we can actually pay for lodging or actually fly there or actually eat there. And the more Bricagoans that help us uh, make sure things like that happen. The easier it will be for us to get the type of coverage, uh, the more of us that can actually go and and find all of the people that you want to hear from and let them know about Chicago and, and make them Chicagoans too. Um, so uh, tell your friends about us. Tell them about our Patreon. Contribute to our Patreon. Just a buck, even you know whatever whatever you got, we'll take it. Um, And uh, it will definitely help us out and it'll help us go to even more cons in the future. So please.
0: Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for that. See, it is. I'll just book in that really quick and say, again, thank you to everyone who has dropped any kind of money towards anything that we've done in the past two years. It really does make a huge difference in us getting equipment. Going to conferences and being able to bring you some of the best content on the internet. Uh, so let us know also um, with E3 coming up. We know not necessarily the games are going to be coming up, but we do know some of the players that will probably probably be there. We know Ubisoft has their thing that they just talked about uh, this week uh, with their their press conference. Uh, we should be getting in hopefully into the Microsoft and Sony conferences. But if there are developers, if there are games, if there are things that you want us to specifically cover, let us know. Let us know in the comments. Let us know in the, on Twitter, on social media, on our Facebook page who you want us to go after and try to snag to be on Spawn on Me uh, so that we can bring them and their games and the conversations that you'd love to hear to you. So uh, we'll be doing that in the next couple of weeks, in the next month or so, next couple of months. Um, and then we'll see you back here next week. When we drop another joint, uh, we'll have episode 107. Uh, we, I believe, have a guest next week. I think we do. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Do we? Like, I don't think, I think really,
1: we do. Yeah. Like, well, uh, come back and find <laughs> out. Yeah, I think Mickey we do. Mickey Fickies? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Absolutely.
0: Again, peace out, Bricago Thank you so much. We say Peace. Peace. peace.